everybody. This is Chuck Marone. Welcome back to the Strong Towns podcast. By by Skype today, the, I, I'm gonna. This is the end of our member drive, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I'll start by saying that this is like the last day of our member drive, and we're like inching towards our goal. Um, I got a guy. I got a guy. Are you serious, dude? He. Um, he, That's Matthias Lair that you're yes, hearing yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> Welcome I just, to the podcast. He had shared a bunch of yes. Thank you, thank you, Chuck, for having me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's, he was a friend on Facebook, and he shares a bunch of stuff, and he likes cool downtowns, and so he started following Strong Towns, and then today I just shot him a message on Facebook, and it's like, hey, we're doing a member drive, you should join, and then like an hour later, he's like, done. No yes. way! Really? I got my one. You know, I, was oh, like, I, I love you, man. That's awesome. Themselves, we'd be yeah. in a great position. That would be insane, ah, right? Yeah. A million people. It's it's really cool because we do this twice a year, and um, you know, I always have. I, I, I always there's there's a part of me that starts out the week kind of disappointed because I always have like dreams of the thousands of people pouring in, yes. um, leading their <laughs> own cult or religion. Yeah, no, no, but just like, you know, we, we work so hard and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, we've, we've poured our hearts into this and people seem to be responding and what, you know, what's, but it's so hard to get people. Right. I mean, you people listen to this podcast right now, if they want to become a member, they actually have to, you know, go to a computer somewhere yeah. or, you right. know, pick up their smartphone. They're likely driving or biking or doing something. Yeah. They've, they've got to quit whatever activity they're doing, go to, you know, and sign up and, most of them don't do it. Most of them like don't remember to do it. They forget. They 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 like have the intention to do it, but they don't. And so, it's um yeah. So we need a yeah. strong town SWAT team. So everybody that we listens, do. we track their IP address, and then <laughs> when they're listening, then later in yeah, the day well, we just kick down their door and we're like, you haven't become well, a member yet. Well, I I tell you what I am gonna do, um tomorrow. Uh, well, not tomorrow, today, because I'm going to release this tomorrow. Right. So the, on Friday, the last day of our member drive, um, I'm, I'm uh, going to give, I'm going to ask people to call oh, yeah. and I will actually, um, it, there's a lot of, there, there's, there's some people who have said that um, they've had, they, they like fill out the form and it didn't work on their computer. We had one guy who was like using windows 95 <sighs> with. Microsoft Explorer and like it doesn't work and I'm like I I can't help yeah, you, yeah. Um, but I said call me and so he, he called me and we wound up talking and I just wrote his you know I just entered his stuff for him and it worked perfectly then and I thought well why don't I do more of this yeah so here's what I'm gonna do if you want to be a member um, but you like can't remember or what what have you let me know and I will call you like I will call you. And either remind you or I will chat with you. Um, you can uh, you can call me 844-218-1681. You can text me at 218-330-6694. And I will call you and we will do this membership thing. We'll get you signed up. Wow. I don't think you're yeah. going to find that level of dedication from any other, uh, <laughs> any other uh, nonprofit out there. You hey, could do like wanted, the uh, celebrity uh, voicemail thing that they do on. Yeah, wait, wait, don't tell you, me. You know. Hey, if you want me to do your <clears> voicemail, I, I will do that. I will do that. Oh, I want if you. That, to do if that. that's what it takes to get you to be a hello, strong you've reached Matthias Leiber. If you're calling about a sports center, go shove it <laughs> and give me my tax <laughs> money back, please. Uh, okay, this is why I wanted to have you on because I, I wanna um, I wanna talk about your sports 
center. Well, yeah, um, complex. Which now, first of all, let's describe. You, you live in, in Man- Brooklyn <clears throat> and, you know, some city with like massive money yes, to throw away. We, San Francisco. We actually we, have the rare money tree. It grows only in our oh, you city. you do? And so we just wow, go out I, every fall and we pick the money off the tree. <laughs> then we give it to sports, essentially. Yeah. That's how it works. So you, you live in Mankato. Well, technically, I live in North Mankato, and they are uh, two North different cities, Mankato. and it, it is kind of important to make the dis- distinction because okay. Mankato and North Mankato together make up a metropolitan statistical area, and that was that just oh. happened in the last census, so now we're, we're a big deal. That makes deal. you feel, feel real good, oh, right? Yes, and we had right. to get our whole like uh, long-term transportation plan approved by the feds and everything. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're big time. Oh, yeah. So, oh, let's just make sure that everybody knows because they're probably hearing us talk and everything. You know, Mankato's in Minnesota. Yeah, Mankato is in Minnesota, <laughs> right. It's uh, about an hour and a half south of the, the Twin Cities, and it's right where the Minnesota River bends to go up to the Twin Cities, if you're looking at a map. So it yeah. kind of like you, comes down and then it bends and that's right where we are. You you are I mean Mankato is a very different part of the state than yes. Brainerd. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 100%. A, you're you're more Iowa uh, oh, yeah. than you are Canada, oh, right? For sure. I yeah, yeah, I would say we're Iowa north. I mean, yeah. Honestly, and it's really fascinating. There was um it was a couple summers ago I've got a friend who has a cabin on the on Gunflint Lake on the Canadian side. So, okay. uh, and we literally in one day drove from Gunflint, which is at the Canadian border to right. Mankato. And it's like, just to see this state change going, yeah. I mean, geographically, you're going from this dense forested, you know, bear area to, yeah, yeah. Moose and bear right, and yeah. To corn. I mean, that's all we have. Right. Corn and soybean. That's it. Right. It's all we got down here. <laughs> Uh, but the river valley I, truly is is very beautiful if you ever come down this way. Yeah, no, it is. I I love it. I think it's a beautiful place. And the thing about it is, you do have. I mean, Mankato is. Well, let me put it this way: Mankato was, and in many ways still is. But Mankato, you you like show those old photos. It, oh, yeah. I mean, it was this is a gorgeous. Yeah, city, it was legit. Really. It was. I mean, yeah. and it was on the map. It, um, we had major like rail connections that went to every major city in the United States. Like you could get to pretty much anywhere from Mankato. Right. And it's not like, right. I think that we kind of get this idea that it's like, you don't, you do, basically talk about Minnesota. You maybe talk about Duluth and the twin cities, but, uh, our metropolitan statistical area now has reached a hundred thousand people, which is not like, you know, I'm sure somebody in New York, like Andrew Price right now is listening being like, Oh, a hundred thousand people. Right. Oh, <laughs> So good for uh, you, and it's like, uh, no, right. I mean, there's there's that many people in my like two block right, area. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I six I million though. That's really not. No, it's uh, a it's a big deal. It is. Hey, you get the governor to come to your place. Oh. Yeah. You don't even you don't even have to have a natural disaster to have that happen. Uh, oh yeah. Well yeah. Well we yeah 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 we do. we don't. But it does. It, it begs the question of why he's here in the first place. And usually it's okay. Pander. My question for you on the sports okay. center. So, so, so you, so you, you now have this obsession with the sports center. And I, I want, I, I have, I have three questions right off the bat. The first one is, are you spelling it with the E on oh. like C and T R E? So it's like, look sophisticated. Cause that's the, that's the thing people like to do right. up here. I think it's a, it's kind of a misnomer that it's like a sports center. It's not like when we say sports complex sports center, people think of like the Blaine sports complex, which is humongous. Um, so uh, there's some qualifications, but yes, like what is being proposed would be to build some new indoor facilities for sports. So, 
don't you guys have, the, I mean, I, I, I'm going to be ignorant here for a second, but the, uh, the, the Vikings used to be in Mankato. They still are. They, do. they still are. But they practice at MSU. They don't, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not, not a city facility. owned. Right. It's not a city owned a facility or anything. And we, we actually, I mean, uh, to anybody that listens to this outside of Minnesota, it, Southern Minnesota does have a, a truly a cultural anchor in sports. You know, sports are a big deal. It's, you know, people play sports, the kids, the teenagers, they all play sports. And so that, that's kind of the, the, the driving force behind the idea that we would tax ourselves to give us another, uh, you know, sports complex because it's for the, for the children or for the, for the elderly. <laughs> so yeah i mean it's like it's always one of those two you know i'm surprised they weren't like oh there's a there's a rescue shelter attached to it too so yeah animals children Uh old people hey and right right so so what is so you guys have money that's burning a hole in your pocket absolutely apparently who knows what's the what's the plan um okay so i'll just back it up last night there was a joint council work session and so that's where both city councils got together, North Mankato and Mankato. And they basically held an open house. Okay, I just did air quotes is, for everybody that was not see that. And let, and let me just note something here. I, I I get people all the time who say, well, governments need to work together more. We shouldn't be. And I'm like, every time I see governments working together, it's to do the stupidest yeah, thing it really imaginable. Is. Oh, like, <laughs> so go ahead. Okay. We've got so we have, we've got everybody working together right, exactly. in harmony. Yeah, that's, yep. um, so and this was I kind of wrote I assume this is kind of what spurred you to see it. I wrote this big Facebook page post today. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to ask you about the consulting part, but just talk about the proposal. Okay, first. fine. The proposal the... is that um, we have a half percent sales tax right now that is used for um, it's actually it's kind of detrimental to us because when we when the legislator allowed us to pass a half percent sales tax, we got pigeonholed into using it for downtown redevelopment, which is fine, whatever the airport and, um, and like recreational or regional parks, I think it was, or something like that. Right. So we cannot take this half percent sales tax and in a time of need, move it over to general obligations or anything like that, or debt service, you know? So basically what is happening is that people are like, okay, well, our half cent sales tax is about to expire. What's the new project that we can come up with so we can continue to tax ourselves? Which, I mean, this is what the, the, in Minnesota, you're not, you, you don't have any local sales tax. We have a state sales tax, right? But if you want a local sales tax, you have to have the voters approve it. The legislature has to approve it and it has to be tied to a specific project or set of projects. So what happens is these cities oftentimes like use it just as a slush fund. Okay. Right. We're going to get our half cent sales tax and we're going to use it to do here in Brainerd. We did, um, we built a wastewater treatment plant with it. Right. So oh, yay, yeah. yay. You know. And I think that's part of ours too, is that it can be used for um, some critical infrastructure as well. Cause that's part of the, that's part of the proposal. So when it, when it reached the legislature, so here's what happened again, anybody that's not in Minnesota doesn't know this. Um, <clears throat> the Congress, State Congress, state Senate, they both came to essentially an agreement and then the governor vetoed the bill. And so our sales tax proposal was in that. Oh, you were part of the veto. Right. So we basically what. Right. And this is so funny because they they put it through the legislature and then the legislature was like, fine, we don't care what you do. Kill yourselves, whatever, you know, with taxes, not like 
and actually kill yourself. But um, yeah. so then the, the governor vetoed it and it essentially died. But apparently, unbeknownst to like everybody, we didn't even yeah. need to do that. And this is what that meeting was about last night. They're like, well, it turns out, you know, there's some like clause or loophole or whatever and we can just put it on the ballot in november if we want to anyway and i was like so why did we even go why did we even put it through the oh because i yeah but you can put it on the ballot but you still have to the legislators still have to approve it next time oh okay so we put it on the ballot and then it would have okay so yeah you still gonna have the same they're gonna have to prove it again you know you they won't let you play with knives unless they say so but you you know you they're gonna still have to prove it but they could do that in 2018 or 2017 right 2017 yeah. right okay right. okay that's where i was getting that, confused. that makes sense yeah. yeah so that's what that's what the proposal is right now is to move ahead get it on the ballot and get the city uh, the citizens to say yeah okay and then we'll just kind of hold on and wait for the the legislature to approve it essentially right. and then it would be a half cent sales tax to um okay so the legislature when they put it through they bundled essentially what we proposed Two things. One was the sales tax to do sports complex repairs because we have multiple that need some updating. And then another one was critical infrastructure. And so what they did at the state government was they put them together as one bill and they were going to have us just be like, okay, it's one bill. So you had to vote on critical infrastructure a la the levy that's holding back the river from flooding the downtown. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You have, I mean, and then Right. Tied in with that is the sports complex, essentially. So yeah. it's like, uh, here's the sword of Damocles. Do you want to get exactly. rid of this? Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, we want to get rid of the sword of Damocles. Okay. Well, then you must. Right. Uh, the you the know, way I described it on Facebook. Consume jelly donuts every day right. for that. Yes. The right. way I described it on Facebook yeah. today was, oh, here's your vaccine, but I mixed a little bit of heroin in there. So right. if you want, <laughs> so you really want right, it. Right. If you really want it, you are gonna have to go <laughs> through that. So that, that's basically the proposal that sits right there. And yeah, I mean, we can now, talk. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. And and I, here's here's the thing that you observed that I've I've kind of grown numb to. I, I used to flame out on this every now and then. And I, I, I won't say I've grown beyond it. I've just what I've become is just numb to it. Like I don't I, I realize that it hardly motivates people anymore. But the thing that really upset you was that you're looking around this room, essentially at the incentives of everybody there. There's, there's, there's you and a couple other like, you know, negative, negative people in the community. People are trying to drag us down. Uh, They're asking like, does this make any sense? And then there's this whole room of the positive people, the people that want good things to happen for the community that, uh, and they always care the good guy card. And that's frustrating. And so who are who are those? Okay, people? Yes, this is a great question. The what I found immensely frustrating. We have a, an organization called Greater Mankato Growth, and they essentially act as our chamber of commerce and essentially like a, a promotional type of dealio. But they are a non-government organization, but they are partially funded by both municipalities. And then there are businesses that buy into it as well. Right. And they just showed up. The this joint council meeting was held at their headquarters. And um, they just showed up with all their shills for this project. And what was frustrating about it is that all three city or all three organizations, so Mankato, North Mankato and Greater Mankato Growth, all have public calendars on their website. 
Greater Mankato Growth, where the meeting was held, there was no mention of this joint council meeting where they were going to talk about this on their calendar. The city of North Mankato, there was no mention of it on their calendar. The city of Mankato, yes, had it on their calendar. So there was probably 50 people in this room, I would say. There were four yeah. of us that were dissenters. And three yeah. of them were o over 60. And two of them were retired. And one works half time. So obviously, you know, they're not getting a real cross section. So when I got there, it was basically like, yeah, we called this meeting so uh, we could just, you know, not have any opposition, pat ourselves on the right. back and, you know, check that open law box you know, or the open right. meeting law box and just right. say that we uh, got public input. And right. it was just like, what the hell? You know, it's like you're not even <laughs> trying to be objective here. And that was the thing that blew me away. These city council people that were just sitting there being like, oh, yeah, we totally uh, we totally want to do this. And like, we don't even care what other people say. We just <laughs> let's go. And it, uh -huh. I just, I mean, I guess I've always been raised or always, not raised, but I've always had the belief that if you're going to be a politician of any sort, you have to enter every situation as agnostically as you can, you know, to the best of your ability and hear both sides and make an informed decision. But that was just thrown out the window here. It was everybody right. was just like. Hell yeah, let's get her built, let's, you know? Let's move it along. Right, right. And so that, I, 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 you know, I obviously made some enemies last night when I was like, uh, you know, not everybody's in favor of this. And I think it's a huge waste of money, but right. what are you going to do? Who were some of the, because um, I've been to these things and it, it's fascinating because you get the engineers, the architects, mm -hmm. the project planners, a, a lot of these people who get paid when the project moves forward. And they're there in the room right. and their role is to be like, oh, yes, this is feasible. Oh, yes, we, yeah. we can do this. Oh, yeah, no, you know, the, everything's normal. Everything's good. Don't don't worry about it. Like I'm the technical expert here. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I think you it's it's fascinating because the more you get like these organizations working together, it's almost like the more voice that person, that consultant person, you know, the, the, the professional who's there to guide right. it along. It's the because, more well, yeah. voice that they get. Right. Cause they have all their minions that are like, this is the guy that we've elected. Right. Or I mean, have put our trust in to be the, the expert. Right. And so we had, I mean, we basically had a, like a, they had main kiddo as a sports commission or something. And it's, you know, business owners and business people that, got together and kind of oversee Mankato sports, which is fine. I have no problem with that by any means. But they were the ones who were like, well, according to our gap analysis that was performed by us or, you know, like according to our <laughs> research that was, right. you know, all internal, uh, there's definitely a need for this right now. And so, I, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 we see clearly, clearly we don't have enough recreational facilities. Right. And that's and, the thing. And for anybody you that know, doesn't know about Mankato, we, we built a civic center downtown that houses yeah. MSU, which is our university. And we play Division One hockey. That means we play with the big guys. We play with uh, the Badgers, you know, uh, any – I mean, that's the one, first one that comes to mind. Uh, Duluth, you know, we, we, we play with all these big like, – the Okay, you school. play with the University of Minnesota. Right, University of Minnesota. Guys, yep. Right, North Dakota, University of Minnesota. All the hockey right. teams, Boston College. Yep. Yes. Yeah. yes, we yeah. have a phenomenal um, hockey program for, at MSU for the size of our city. Right. So we took four and a half acres of downtown and dedicated it to, you know, college hockey, essentially. And then we have, right. a, you know, an all seasons arena is what they call it, which is dedicated to hockey that's funded by the, the taxpayer. And then there's one in North Mankato called Caswell Park that does soccer and baseball and 
some other stuff that's funded by the taxpayer. And so we do actually, we have a lot of sports facilities already. And so that's why part of this bill or the referendum is to say, well, we need more money to fix these things up that are, right. you know, already suck, bleeding us dry of cash, essentially. So Right. Well, and the sad thing about like the one in downtown Mankato is that it is it is what you think it would be. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's not designed to integrate with the neighborhood and it's no, not it's designed not. to. And that's yeah. it's really sad, too. When I mean, I did a, I got a hold of the Sanborn maps. If anybody knows what that is, it's listening. It, well, probably a planner would um, there. You know, the, these old maps, they did them like in 1920, 1935, like 1942 or whatever. And they basically had them for every city in America. They were like the legit map people. But they did them from a top down perspective a bird's eye view and they did all the plots. So what I did is I took our <laughs> civic center and compared them to the old downtown plots of the Sanford. Oh my gosh. And I mean, yeah. holy heck you just, I mean like we pulled out maybe, you know, 50, 60 buildings, you know, traditional multi or uh, mixed use buildings to put in essentially a yeah. giant hockey arena that generates yeah. no, it can't, it's not self funding or anything like that. So, I mean, I, we have a long troubled past, I would say, with sales tax and using it for, for sports. And which is part of the reason that it, it, it drives me wild that we're coming back again and saying, well, can we do more sports with sales tax? Right. Let me ask you, let me, let me read your quote here. Uh, the pure smugness of some of the city council members, uh, Councilwoman uh, Foreman, basically said she was concerned about putting a referendum forward this year because of the volatility of the national election. Uh, yeah. And that, <laughs> so, no, that's really what she said too. She's like, well, I would rather, I'd almost rather it be on an off year because it's like, right. yeah. Meaning people won't show right, up. Right. right. People won't show up. And then right. we can just, you know, bus our army of sports fanatics to the polls and get it passed. I mean, this literally what she said essentially is yeah. I'm worried about people thinking about what they're going to vote for. That's essentially right. it. It's like, right. People are going to the polls this year for obvious reasons in the national election, uh, and they are going to know what's up, and they are going to have done research. That is bad for getting a sports complex passed. And it's like, right. well, then, I'm, does that not just answer your question of whether you're right, doing right? It then what the are you doing? Place? Right? Are, are the voters your adversary? Right. And, well, that's right. seriously what it seems like. And you know, yeah. they all brought these really weak anecdotal arguments to the floor, and it was just like, come on, give me a yeah. break. Here. I see this with school districts all the oh, time. Yeah. And in fact, our, our district right now is going through you know the study process, and you know what is and what, what is prompting this study? Uh, well. The urgent fact that the bond that that was approved year, you know, 20 years ago is now going to be paid off. And so there's an urgent problem that everybody's taxes are going to go down. Uh, and the idea is that, well, if we could just get like a new bond passed, we could go and tell people, hey, we're going to do all this great stuff and it won't cost you any more. Right. Right. And so yeah. there's this urgency to it. Yep. And, and, you know, I see what they do is they hold the they they never hold it at November election. It's always got to be a special election, at a special time. Right. And the funny thing is, is that they've come up with I, I want to say it's like one hundred twenty million dollars of projects. Guess what? The current at the current financing rates with the current payment that they're collecting from taxpayers guess how much project that would pay for it without having to raise taxes 
120 million. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's it's like okay, are are is it the actual needs of the district and like any, you know, educational goals or that you have that's driving this or is it just the fact that you have like 120 million dollars you have to spend? How would we spend yeah. this money? And that's and that's really interesting because that was one of the arguments last night too. And some um the mayor of North Mankato, he basically said, well, it's like, well, if Nobody's going to notice, you know, if we just right, keep it going. Right. And he said, he looked at me specifically and he said, uh, for a family of four, you know, that's $80 a year. Uh, what is that? Like right. a couple of times going out to eat. And I'm like, yeah, to you and me, you, it's like to right. the poor people, yeah. $80 right. a year right. could actually get something done. Well, and here's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm very pro school. Like I want to, yeah. I, I want to support a, a school like I, I like I want to spend more money on the school. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, it's just that uh, you know you you you. So I'm I'm not making like the curmudgeon argument, right? right. Like oh, this is too much money to be spending. I you know, yeah. it's not the curmudgeon argument. But what it is is like okay, instead of having just like a blowout of okay, we've got this money. Let's let's go spend it on what our priorities are right now this that doesn't seem like the kind of process or the kind of starting point that helps you make good decisions. And I mean, I look at like the neighborhood school just up the street here. The rumor is, and it's the rumor has gotten into the newspaper from people who are on the committee. The rumor is that that school is going to be closed and, you know, likely torn down. Um, I'm sure it's like a beautiful historic brick school or something built during the depression, brick school, neighborhood school, gorgeous place, but Oh, it's, it's not, you know, state of the arts. It's got to go. And here's the thing that's sad about it. Uh, you can see that they've not been maintaining. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and and there's another neighborhood school like this over on the other side, uh, that is not scheduled to be torn down. And last year they put a new elevator in and the year before they redid the playground and you can see like they're actually caring and showing that one love. Mm -hmm. And so the, 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 the thing that I, as the, like the curmudgeon now see is this plan has been like, people have known for a long time. It's a conspiracy. it, it's almost conspiracy like, <laughs> yeah, because because basically they've gotten to the point now where it's like, well, this school is going to cost a fortune to fix. Right. It's cheaper to just tear it down and get rid of it, and then build this new school on the edge. And if we do that, we can have all this bling, and it's not going to cost you all that much more. So what the right? Heck? And I mean, I, I think that argument could definitely be made for uh, you know. I guess I, I have no concrete evidence, but wh- why wouldn't you put off repairs on your on your existing facility, sports facilities, right. when you know that you could use that as political leverage to get. Exactly. A new exactly. sales tax extension. And so, and I get that. I mean, I get that from a political standpoint. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's really frustrating though because what you want is you want these people on the school board, these people on the city council actually making like the best right. the best investments, the best decisions. And not only are they not using data, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, what basically with the school district is like, what are we trying to accomplish? Well, we're trying to spend $120 million right. exactly. uh, in, and make the school district better in the process. Yeah, it's, That's you know, it's, basically it's what we're trying to like, do. It's almost like one time uh, my company sent me to a conference or whatever, and I literally ate. I, we had a per diem, you know, and I ate yeah. like two hours apart. 
one for lunch and like one for dinner because it was the only because you had the free because I had the free money <laughs> and it was like it feels like such a waste to just like yeah. they're giving me twenty dollars yeah. for dinner why would I yeah. not like go and just get a dinner that I right could eat right like let's go eat something nice right, right. exactly because yeah. well the money's yeah. there so I'll figure out a way to yeah. fill that hole and obviously I mean I would say a, a giant company or corporation spending money on a per diem is as untraceable as spending tax. Right. Yeah, totally. I I was, uh, I I worked for two summers at the department of transportation as an intern Mm. and, um, for people, dude. Uh, so we, I was an inspector on construction and you would work 16 hour days. I mean, it was, it was a long, it was a lot of work, but the per diem thing was fascinating because, when you started before seven in the morning, you got this thing called shift differential, oh, sure. which is like a little bit of bump for like the whole day. And you would get like a breakfast per diem and a lunch per diem. And then if you worked past like three thirty or four or whatever, you got a dinner per diem. Yeah. And I knew this, but I would like, you know, the conscientious guy, I, I, I didn't have time right. because of the work to go eat all these meals. Um, I would generally like grab something around noon and then grab something on the way home. Mm-hmm. And I was probably spending 10 bucks a day, you know, like drive through McDonald's once and, you know, grab some chips and a pop at the, uh, yeah. at the store, you know, at noon. I mean, I was whatever. You were not maximizing that per 20 yeah. years old. So dude, I handed in my pay stub the first, the first time I had this whole, and, uh, this one guy, I'll never forget this. He, he kind of, you know, Chuck, I got to talk to you about your, your per diem. And I thought, oh my gosh, am I going to get in trouble for, you know, like buying a, a, right. a, a, a shake instead of, you know, water, yeah, <laughs> water, yeah. yeah. Like, am I going to get? Because that would have been like the Marone thing. Yeah, to do. Yeah, like, yeah. do you really need this chocolate <laughs> shake? You know, you got a large. Couldn't you have gotten oh, a medium? Yeah. You know, do you have the German? So gill. no. So he brings me into this like side room, and he's like, um, "You're making us all look bad." Uh, when you fill out your per diem, you, you need to fill it out like this. And he said, like, just write in six fifty for breakfast, uh, 11 for lunch, and then like 22, whatever for dinner. He said, just write it in. I said, no, you don't have to have receipts. Just, just write it in like that. He said, otherwise you make us all look bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you've got to be joking. Like, seriously, that's what you, he's like, yeah, just do that. And everything will be fine. Oh. And so all of a sudden, like I'm making an extra $35 a day, which for me in college was like a huge, I mean, that was three hours of work. Right. That. I was getting paid like an extra three hours a day. Holy crap. That's like, and I, I mean, wasn't, that's that subtle corruption in my opinion. I know, like, I know. It was just horrible. Vine. Right. Like I, I went and uh, I went home and I talked to my dad. I'm like, I, I don't think I can do this. Yeah, that's he's, like, he's like, you got to fit in there. You got to, you know, this is a good job. You got to, don't you know, screw this up for me. Exactly. Like, I, and my gra- my, I remember talking to my grandpa and he's like, you, you do well there. You'll have a job for life. They'll take care of you. <laughs> uh, you got to love, yeah, uh, yeah, you got to love those kind of people though. They got no, totally. in mind for sure. They do. They, they, they absolutely did. Uh-huh. But it's uh it's it's a frustrating mentality, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean especially I think too uh, there's like a million factors that go into play with this, but like waste to me is just incredibly frustrating. And that's yeah. what why I see, you know, when, when I see somebody proposing that we're like, "Oh, let's take 25 million dollars so Jimmy can hit a T-ball or whatever, you know." And Right. I'm thinking like Bankato has the highest like per capita rent in the state or something and like yeah. 
we've got things that need taken care of. You know, we've got civic services that we we got to do. Or hell, just put it into like a a, a rainy day fund. You know, right. and this is what's immensely frustrating is that apparently nobody thinks that economic growth will ever stop. You know, it's just like, oh, well, no, because you've got Mankato growth. What's it called? Greater Mankato the, growth. Right? Greater Mankato growth. And, I mean, you, to you be know. fair, Mankato has literally been killing it for like the last 30 years on, on the yeah. books. So yeah, like, yeah. You know, great population growth, GDP growth, job growth, all these things. And so they're essentially saying like, oh, well, if we just extrapolate right. this into the future. There'll never be a rainy day. But the best part about last night's meeting is that the mayor of Mankato is an accountant by trade. And he pretty much dropped the hammer on him because he was like, "Okay, we passed this um, sales tax extension originally. The first time that we asked to tax ourselves, it was to build the Civic Center downtown. And that was in 1991. And he said, we're still servicing three million dollars worth of debt. (laughs) From 25 years ago. 25 years ago. And he's like, if we do this into the future, like, what are we leaving? And he basically right. laid it out. Like, we're going to have tons of, uh, like, pension obligations with how many people are going to be retiring. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. going to have an aging workforce, et cetera, all these different things. And so, and then today, you know, what? who, who releases this report, like the Minnesota Auditor or whatever, and says, like, by 2025, we would face annual deficits of like $400 million. And it's like, yeah. how do you not think that that is going to affect this? Like, how right, do you not right. think that the government not being able to meet its basic functions is going to affect Mankato? Yeah. I think the, I think the grand compromise, I mean, I, I've thought this for a long time. I think the grand compromise that's going to come is essentially going to be a reversal of what is known here as like the Minnesota miracle. The Minnesota miracle was this idea that we were so filthy rich as a state because, you know, the Minnesota way we were doing things, you know, great that what we would do is eliminate all local taxes. Yeah. Uh, and we would just have like it collected. The property tax goes to the state. Everything goes to the state. And then the state would just give you the money back that you needed yeah. to have the, the whole pimped out city, you know, system. And that worked really well for a while. Right. During the and then, most robust uh, years of economic growth that exactly. the world has ever seen. Yeah, it did work exactly. out pretty well. And then like, oops, it's been like a slow, steady decline. And you look at like the there's this there's a thing in the engineering world, uh, there's the PPL, the project priority list, and the IUP is the attended use plan. You you these are the projects, the the major infrastructure projects that are like working their way through the system. Sure. And you look at those and like the backlog of projects on the PPL compared to the funding stream is like 150 years worth of funding is needed well, to, right. to do this. And you just like, well, we're, it's never, it's never, never going to happen. Right. Or yeah, right. It's, it's, you're never going to be able to catch up with that list. Right. It's, so to me, I feel like the grand bargain is going to come at the, whenever the next, you know, 2008 to 10 kind of thing repeats. Which it will. Um, which nobody which it seems will. to think that it right. will. No, which is insane right. because, I mean, you, you have a Federal Reserve that can't even raise interest rates yet because the economy is so weak, you know, no. and like, oh, no, growth, growth, growth. And we've right? had, right, we've had 0% interest rate for what, like right. almost 10 no, years No, since now? 2008. Right. Yeah, yeah we're, exactly. we're in almost year nine. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've got this and everybody thinks that the growth will never end. I think the next time the state has those huge structural deficits – they're, they're going to get rid of local government aid well, and that to. is going to be devastating to Brainerd. It's, it's going to be devastating to Cato. And this, but people are living in a, a delusional world right. too. I remember MnDOT had an open house and there was this lady, uh, 
she, I went to like the transit component. Everybody else went to the highway component. Uh, right. And she was, she was seriously from a town of like 250 people. And she was like, we need bus service. And I was like, right. in what freaking <laughs> world do you get right. bus service? Yeah, yeah, 250 yeah. people. And she was like fighting me like that this city would never go away. I'm like, right. that city won't make it past like 2050. Uh-uh. You're toast. No, it's going to be gone. You're toast. And it's, just, it's sad yeah. to see people like basically just holding on to this totally right. dying I, thing. I think the grand bargain from the state is going to be, though, like, you know, here you go. No more local government aid. You're on your own. But hey, uh, we'll let you have your own local sales right. tax if you want it. And, yeah. And the thing frustrating to me is that, but yours is going to be committed to a friggin' sports right. center and that was part and of, to the 1991 yeah. debt on your city right. center. And that was right? part of what was brought up last night. Everybody seemed to be in agreement that we have to have an out clause so that we can put it into our general obligation if we need to, because right now right. it's stuck to these, you know, four or five projects or whatever. So, right. But <clears> if you're going to bond for those, I mean, what the consultants want you to do is bond for the project because right. then they get paid today. Exactly. Yes. And you get, you know, you get to build the bling and then you pay for it in bonds over right. time. And, but yeah, yeah. So in sales tax too, I think what's frustrating, nobody seems to, I mean, it's a fickle mistress, you know, it's like, right. as soon as this 2008 thing, we're pegged to making sure that people buy crap they don't need. And it's right. like, well, what right. happens if somebody's suddenly like satisfied with what they own and they don't need yeah. more stuff? Everybody's yeah, now you're talking. Ah! Now you're talking like a hippie, man. Right, but I mean that's not is, the American no, way. You're right; it's not. But it's it's frustrating that people just think that. Well, I gotta, I gotta buy a new car and buy you know an ATV and blah blah right. blah blah blah, and we'll just roll all this sales tax in, and that'll uh, somehow pay for all this. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating too because what the the argument presented last night was. Well, the businesses, hey, they're in favor of a sports complex. And so I just like, right. I raised the point, um, you know, the businesses that usually benefit from a sports complex are restaurants and hotels because it's like, uh, you know, you got to go eat between games or whatever and you got to stay the night for your tournament or something right. like that. Like, tell me a dentist that's like, let's build a sports complex. It'll be great right. for the right. You know, right. or like a lumber yard that's like, I'll sell a ton more wood if you build a, a sports complex. Yeah. And yeah. then they they answered back and they were like, no, this is because it's a quality of life issue. And if we build the sports complex, we'll, we'll attract new talent or whatever. To which I'm thinking, so why don't the businesses just pay for it? If they know it's right. such a freaking ace in the hole, right. why don't they just pool all their money together and build their <laughs> this, own sports complex. This reminds me of the, uh, the debate, the, the, the thing I had from the city administrators. I, I gave this presentation once to a whole bunch of city administrators. This was like four years ago and they were, uh, you know, they were pushing back kind of hard. They said, well, Chuck, you know, these, these, you're, you're saying these are negative investments, but these are great investments building these industrial parks. This is what creates jobs and growth. And there's a huge payback for this. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm willing to play. I'm, I'm willing to play your game a little bit here. I'm, I'm willing to. I'm willing to hear you out, but since you don't have any data, here, here's what I'm willing to do. How about this? How about we take your pension fund, and we fund half of these projects with your pension fund, right. and then your pension fund will grow based on the return of these projects. And so, if it's a if the projects are great, you're going to get a huge pension. Exactly. Like your pension will be huge. How about it? And they all looked at each other, started like chuckling and like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Point, point made. Yeah. 
yeah, it's great to spend money when you have no skin in the game. You know, it's right. the per diem right. effect, you know, essentially. It's right. a per diem, right. It's like, exactly. oh, well, it doesn't matter. I don't and, care. And it, it, it's funny because when we have that conversation, I feel like now, now, now I'm the curmudgeon, right? Now right. I'm the guy right. saying, oh, I'm against all this. And I'm not. I'm not. I want... I'm, I'm, let's have the sales tax. Right. Let's just not spend it like a bunch of drunken sailors, right? Yeah. Or on leave. Yeah. And, and to me, too, I, I don't even, if you, if a, I totally believe that in the right to self governance, you know, if a city wants to destroy itself by building 80 sports complex, they should have that essentially constitutional right to do that. You, you, you will serve as a warning beacon for everyone. Right. Else. Exactly. But right. here's the thing is that yeah. when you approach us, especially with this, one referendum idea. It's like, if you are making us choose between critical infrastructure and a sports complex, like that's dishonest. You have to give us the option to separate the two because they are not married at all. You know, they have nothing to do with each other. Timmy hitting a a ball or Sally kicking a goal. Like that doesn't prevent a river from flooding. And this is what is just, is frustrating. You know, you (laughs) can see the the... river rising. Everybody's like, quick, into the sports complex. If we play more sports, the river will go down. (laughs) It sounds like a bad, you know, like. This is that transportation debate we're having at the state level too. Are you, are you cheering that the transportation bill did not get passed this session? Oh yeah. I just relish in it. I, just, I like, love it. I love poking people too. They're like, right, they're like, right. Oh, this is Republicans' fault. Oh, oh Democrats' fault. I'm like, who gives right. a crap? We're not building right. anything. Like, you guys can right. all shut up. This is wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to keep this driving my 99 Saturn, which has yeah. like 137,000 <laughs> miles on it, over these uh, potholes, and I'll be smiling the whole way because I know yeah. nothing stupid is getting built. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm gonna ride my bike to work. And, right. You know, oh yeah, screw yeah. You guys. Yeah. All right. Try. No, but it's it's it's. The, I think that's the. the it's it's crazy because I, I get like I said, I just got off with the Star Tribune today, right. yeah. chatting our our statewide newspaper, and I'm often like the curmudgeon who's against, you know, well you're against Move MN, you're against yeah. Transportation Forward Minnesota. You know, I I am. I'm I'm against crazy spending. Yeah. I really want transportation investments. I really right. want them. What world do we live in where a logical voice of dissent is somehow like the yeah. the crazy, you know, right. bird watching guy? Right. And it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's you know, and here's the transportation forward people. Uh, you want your highways fixed? Oh yeah, okay. We'll vote for this. Right. Uh, you want transit? Oh yeah, we're we're going to do we're going to do trains everywhere and buses everywhere. You want bike lanes? Oh, we're going to do oh, that yeah, too. Right. Oh, sidewalks? we'll give you your portion. Oh, yeah. Safe routes to school oh, all over the place. And you you just look at it and it's like no, no, you all you're doing is trying to get a bill passed. Yeah. So that you as a lobbyist get paid. Oh, a, yeah, no crap. And all your engineers B, get paid. So all your engineers and and contractors that are in part of your coalition get paid. And you really don't, at the end of the day, you really don't give a, a, a darn, yeah, right? Right. This is a, this is a strong downspot yeah, guys. We're not going to, not going to curse. <laughs> you really don't care about the, you know, you use the little people as your prop. It's totally true. I mean, and they right, figured you, out props to them for being smart enough to game the system, I guess. Right. But at the right. expense of, of everyone. And my favorite argument is right. always, I remember transportation forward. They posted something. They're like, 
congestion is really bad. We need more money. And I just wrote, I was like, you've never once outlined how more money will solve congestion. Once, right. ever. Right. You know, right. what, what are you going to do? Take out another four blocks in the middle of Minneapolis to widen the highway? It's like, it's right. just insanity. There is no end to it. It's, but they will eventually eat themselves, which I guess right. I take, I take great solace. I do. Do you know, do you know what I do get like a, a sick, twisted pleasure out of, um, the, the, like the transportation forward group, whoever they've hired to do their social media must have marching orders to never respond oh, yeah. to any comments. Oh, right. Matt Steele and I are on there all the time. It is, it is so much <laughs> fun to just uh, like, uh, you, you know, just, I, I'm, I'm the biggest troll on the comments, too, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay, you just said like an absurd thing. Let me, let me point out like how crazy this is. Yeah. And I, I do feel like it's, it's, it, it. I know people get ticked off. Like I was down at the legislature last year and this one uh, legislator said, you know, you, you guys are really making people mad. Like, Great. <laughs> it, it like it, it, I'm, people are getting mad, like in your little group right. here. Cause okay. that, that, let me tell you, let, let me cue you in on something. People are really mad outside right. of your little yeah. group. <laughs> exactly. Congress you guys, you guys are really making people mad. Oh, well, you know, those stupid, uh, there's I, there's a there's a great uh, clip in The Simpsons where it's Principal Skinner, and yeah. he's looking through a, a blo- broken glass or I can't remember the context to it, but he goes he goes uh, am I out of touch with the children? And then he thinks no, surely it is the children who are out of touch with me, you know. <laughs> and so it's, I mean that's where we are. It's like you've got all these people in a freaking echo chamber at the right. either at the state or the national level, and they're just like right. rawr, rawr, rawr. you know it's it's. Charlie Brown, you know, they're just, they're honking at each other. And then they're like, oh, why don't people, uh, why don't people like this? What are, what are people pissed off about? It's like, uh, right. Why are they, why are they mad? Yeah, right. get hey. your glass house, buddy. Come down to the real world. Stop, uh, stop tying Why's sports complexes with critical infrastructure, right? Exactly. It is, yeah. I mean, how can right. you do that? How do you, what, like, what moral part of your brain do you have to turn off to be like, yeah, well, you know, maybe people will die because of the river floods, but they'll get their uh, or the they either have to get their sports complex to stay alive or uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, either. Yeah. And that's yeah. it's it's frustrating. Uh but you know, I guess I, every municipality out there has to deal with with stuff right. And I guess what do you do? You just show up All and right. yell at them. Let's wrap it up. Oh yeah, okay, great. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 member drive week. Why what, you're one of our founding members. I'm not, actually. Are you sure you're not? I'm not really? on the founding member list. I, oh, I think I could be uh, whatever, post-mortem. No, I'm not dead. Whatever. You're the po- post-founding, you're yeah. the second generation. Right, I'm second generation. I'm one of it's the, kind of, I keep all the graphics running on the site, though. You do like, keep all like, the graphics running? No, like it's huge. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's funny because um, Andrew, our board chair, uh, said, you know, this organization is going to be, you know, 30,000 members be, you know, be one of the first 1500. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll try to sell it like that. Andrew. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it could be easily bigger than that, but I think, you know, um, yeah. kind of an interesting dynamic, like uh church attendance spike yeah. after nine 11, you know, like nine 11 happened and like, Oh wow. You know what the hell? Yeah. And, um, so I think that's all we need again. It's probably just another economic downturn. We another disaster. Well, right. Well, an economic disaster, and then they'll be yeah. like, "Why can't we afford to pay for anything?" And then you'll be here, you know, like, 
the, the clouds will part and the beam will shine down on Chuck and the silver hair <laughs> will just rate me. And it's like, oh, I this have is like crazy. My yeah. children. Come, uh, follow it's, me. It is, it is funny because I do, I do think that, um, you know, I've been out on the road now for five years. I, I, I do. It is very different now than it was five years ago in terms of people five years ago were freaked out oh. and they wanted an explanation and now they're comfortable again. Yeah. And so now it's they more of thinking a, about it. Yeah. That way they stopped oh, yeah, panicking. Just, that happened. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's like the guy who you know has like a triple bypass surgery and he's like, yeah. And then he just keeps eating baked right, burgers. Like, let's go to the McDonald's yeah, drive through again. That right. happened like 10 years ago. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's you know, totally different. Age. And, Growth is going to continue right, forever. Exactly. And you know, I watched uh, just recently, I watched the big short, which is coming to Netflix this month, by the way. So okay. anybody has Netflix. Have you read the book? No, I don't read. I suck at reading. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I read articles, but like I sit down with a book and I just like drift. Like I made, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't even make it through Walkable City by Jeff Speck. Okay. That's terrible. Anyway, so but I watched the Big Short, and it was just funny how you know, like Steve Carell's character was talking about this is like the end of Western capitalism, essentially. Right. And then, this is my favorite line from the movie: is he's looking around, and all these people are like, it's weird cinematography, and like the lighting's weird, and he goes, "All these people, it's just like they're in an Enya video." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's totally where we are again. Right, it's like I know it lucky is. few of us who can realize that we're in this trance. It's like yeah. maybe we'll we'll make it through or whatever. But right, oh, it's going to be brutal when it happens. It's going to it's it is going to be brutal. Well, buy your guns now, people. Start canning thanks, my food. Friend. <laughs> Anybody who uh, wants to be a member of Strong Towns and would like me to call them and uh, <laughs> take your take your credit card information over the phone. Yes. In a very personal way, and we'll have a chat. Uh, I would love to do that. 844-218-1681. Or send me a text, uh, 218-330-6694, and I will will get a hold of you, and we'll we'll do this deal. We'll get you signed up, and you can become uh, one of our first 1,500 members. Your life will Uh, be changed forever. Your life will be changed forever, and you'll be making the world a better place. All right. Thanks, Matthias. All right.